0: What's going on, guys? Welcome to Season 2 of Lights, Camera, Grow. My name is Jared. I'm sitting here along with my co-host, Andrew. And for those of you who don't know us, um, welcome to Toby Agency. For those of you who do, welcome back. As you can see, we're in a little bit different of a setup, which we will get into here in just a few minutes. Um, But, Andrew, why don't you just break down for anybody that's never listened to us, tell them about Toby Agency really quick.
1: Yeah, so we are a growth agency. Um, We provide... A few different services: uh, marketing services, sales enablement, technology implementations for products like um, marketing products like HubSpot, and um, all of our content and creative services, which um, we'll probably be talking about a little bit over over the next few episodes. Um, so, for anyone who needs to create content, needs to run a digital marketing campaign, if you have a sales team that you need to enable and drive more efficiency out of, then uh, we're the agency to talk to.
0: Cool. Nice and brief, but yeah. Uh, obviously, we're going to focus a lot on the content creation side of this, but we are going to talk about how that connects to growth and marketing, um, along with maybe even a little bit of technology. Um, so well, and, yep. and possibly sales too. We're going to touch a little bit on, on each subject there. Um, so cool. So let's just break down like what this series is. So we did season one last year, and it was a six part, four part, something I can't remember how many parts, I think it was four parts, but we did um, the four part series on basically video production, video for sales, video marketing, like an overall kind of blanketed um, using video in your strategy. So this one, we're going to kind of dive deeper, not just into video, but we're actually going to talk about a new service that we're offering, but it's also going to be focused around this kind of, I don't want to say it's a hot topic because it's been out for a while and it's a hot platform that's you know kind of caught fire over the last five years, I would say, um, but it's going to focus basically around podcasting, video podcasting, and how you can use both of those in your strategy. Um, so we're going to be talking about things like reaching your customers, using this rich media um, through podcasting and video. We're going to be talking about um, how the content form of podcasting is super efficient to build and create content at scale. We're going to be talking about um, How basically this content is really a great way to help grab attention, but not only grab it, you can keep attention because it's not just like a 30 second video. Uh, It's a lot longer for most most of the time um, or 30 second clip for that matter. Um, We're also going to be talking about, you know, kind of like what does it take to execute this strategy? What does it look like from a team's uh, perspective? And taking advantage of white spaces in places like YouTube. So that's kind of like a laundry list of things that we're going to talk about over the next five episodes. We are going to be doing a binge series. So for any of you who have ever gone on Netflix and watched things like Stranger Things, uh, you'll know that they've released the entire catalog at once and you're able to get the content and kind of binge on it. So that's similar to what we're going to do here. We're going to release all five of these episodes at once and you'll be able to just kind of dive in and, and listen to it at your own speed. Um, So that's like a general overview, I think. Did I miss anything in there?
1: No, dude, I think you got it. Um, I'm excited to talk about this because obviously it's pretty timely with everything kind of going on in the world right now. And, um, you know, I think content is always about communicating with people and kind of like you mentioned, um, I don't think there's a better way to communicate with people during times like this when you're actually seeing people or hearing people as opposed to, Reading someone, you know, like a blog post or something along those lines. So, yeah, man, I'm stoked to talk about this. Um, and I think when we kind of concepted this whole se- season of lights, camera, grow, right? Um, we wanted to make sure that we had some actionable advice out there for, I think, business owners who are trying to figure out like what's the way forward right now. You know, in in the this environment. So. Um, you know, we'll talk a little bit about that, but yeah, I'm excited to get into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so just kind of touching on like what you were saying about just the current time. So I think you know, there's there's obviously a ton of negativity out there going on right now, and rightfully okay. so. It's a pretty dangerous, scary time. Um, and it's you know, scary, obviously. Economically. Oh yeah, and that
1: time is the coronavirus. Right, right, COVID-19. yeah. Just to throw a timestamp in there,
0: right. <laughs> um. So obviously from an economic and, and business standpoint, it's super scary, right? We've we've talked about that internally. Um, you know, we're seeing it on the news, we're seeing it, you know, in the government taking action, things like that. But you and I both also think there's a positive side to this. You know, this is like to me, this is always when things start to become really creative. People are kind of clamped down, you have less resources, you have to think outside of the box a lot more, you have to kind of do with what you have. Um, you know, I always think about like 2008, if there, then when the financial crisis hit, you know, um, Facebook started to emerge. And I don't know if it's a direct one to one correlation, but it was a time where people were spending more time online, um, kind of, you know, wanting to figure out other ways to socially gather where maybe they couldn't spend money, things like that. So I think, you know, these things happen in reasons uh, and, and waves. And, Um, I think, you know, obviously there's going to be a, there's going to be some kind of crazy app or platform that comes out of this. I know there is, if, if it's not already starting to kind of pick up, you know, obviously Twitter's like been primed for this for years. So, um, but I think, and you think also podcasting, I think is where, um, you know, there's a giant opportunity right now, um, to, to kind of take advantage.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I completely agree. So I think that's actually, actually a really good point that, you know, out of the financial crisis, you basically had like, sort of like the web 2.0 companies, yeah, exactly. approach, right? Yep. Like your, your Facebooks, your Twitters, your, Amazon. I mean, growing. Amazon to, you know, the, the version of Amazon that we know of today. Right. Um, and I think you're right. I think, you know, uh, when you, when the paradigm changes and I think the paradigm is about to change in a lot of ways that we don't really understand yet. Um, you know, the way we do things is going to change and I I think there's a lot of creativity and ingenuity that sort of happens out of crises right Um, and I think when we talk about podcasting and we talk about content um, you and I talk about this all the time but just look at where blogging has gone over the past 20 years and and it's crazy to say that actually right 20 like almost 20 years right 10 to 20 years somewhere somewhere in there right and when you look at Blogging and how I guess important blogging has been and why do people blog right people blog so that they can get indexed on Google and They can drive organic traffic to their site. They can use content to nurture their you know nurture their prospects and their customers But I sort of see and I think we both agree here that we this podcast sort of revolution has already taken off right Right. but I think this only Everything that's going on now legitimizes it more as a content channel that was typically seen as, as maybe a secondary or a tertiary channel. Yep. And now it's a primary channel, I think, right? Just, yeah, like, totally yeah, Ian, agree. just like all of that, right? So, and, and I think it's not only a primary channel, not only because of how you communicate to your customers, but also from an internal like marketing strategy, it's just so much easier. And we'll talk about this when we get into the whole process of building a podcast and a YouTube channel and all that. But I personally think that it's a lot easier to create a lot more content using rich media than out of like written media, for example, yeah. right? And um, we'll go into our strategy to do that as we kind of progress through the series and whatnot. But, but yeah, i I, I think podcasting is um, ultimately like it's the it's not the end game, but I think it's it's absolutely a content format that people need to start exploring, um, especially if you're a company that has a lot of touch points with your customers and you're trying to find like non-salesy ways to engage them, uh, I think it's a great way to do it. Um, And it just cuts through the noise a little bit more. Uh, Although I do take that back because the rate of growth of podcasts these days is pretty crazy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of podcasts out there. Yeah, there are. But you know, there's strategy to get attention on it and all that stuff and we'll talk about that, so.
0: Yeah. And just to touch, like, I mean, there is a high volume of podcasts and just like YouTube or any of these other channels, Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is, the content that's good will always win. So obviously the creativity behind the content and how you're expressing this communication, like you were mentioning, is super important. So you can't just think that you're just going to flip the switch on it. It's just going to like magically take fire. Um, so there's still, like you were saying, there is definitely strategy and ways ways around it. But I do think one one point to note, and we'll obviously get into this more on the strategy side. Um, when you have a specific niche in your business, I think because of the way you can express things through podcast and you know through a longer form of video, um, you can touch that smaller audience that you have, and maybe you only have that 1,000 audience. You know that gold 1,000 and uh, you can give them content that's meaningful to them, you know, and it's not, it's not, mm-hmm. It who cares if it doesn't mean anything to the rest of the world, if you're, you know, n- not chasing just numbers, but you, you want like valuable content to reach the audience that you want to reach. So, um, you know, if you never have like the Joe Rogan success of podcasting, uh, which many won't, um, you know, you know, you can at least put out great content to the audience that you do want to get to. Um, yep, exactly. Okay, so let's talk about What's kind of going on right now? We're not, so obviously we're in this, you know, uh, coronavirus error or whatever. We're going to timestamp this in the history books later. Yeah.
1: I don't <laughs> even know what it, like, we just, so for context, everyone, it's like the, like, like middle end-ish of March yeah. right now, right? And obviously we're, record, we're pre-recording all of these episodes. And part of the reason why we're doing it through Skype right now is because, We can't even get into our office or our studio right now um, because the governor has shut down basically uh, all non-essential businesses. And so, you know, just looking at this environment, like, there's gonna be a shift that happens with how businesses do business, right? Whether it's from an internal standpoint, like, you know, remote work is a big thing, obviously a big topic right now, but also, um, you know, media consumption, right? And, um, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be at home over the next few weeks and few months. And, you know, quite frankly, like the way people consume media has changed, right? Like I know that, like when I, after dinner, like I don't go on and flip through the channels anymore. I go on YouTube and look at whatever YouTube's recommending to me, right? Um, that's how people consume media now. And that recommendation, I guess feed or news feed or whatever you want to call it for YouTube, um it allows you to get your content in front of people um when they're trying when they're consuming just everything else, right? Right. So you have the ability to get like I guess business content, if you would, right? Right. Um, It doesn't, I don't want to say marketing or sales content, but stuff related to your brand in front of people when they might be actually looking for A Taylor Swift music video or something like that which quite frankly like some people see that as a bad thing I see that as a good thing right I think that because the recommendation algorithms on YouTube are just so good um these days that if you get someone to subscribe to your channel like they can actually watch your content amongst like Taylor Swift stuff and quite frankly like that's great man you know to get that kind of engagement I'm not trying to convert it (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I'm not trying to convert them into a customer with that video. But the point is that video that I that that lays next to the Taylor Swift video needs to be uh, some like funny, valuable, educational, whatever, right. But it gives you a chance to present your brand uh, in a non business way. Right. Right? Yep. And I think that's the main that's why I really love this concept of, of YouTube and, and you're all probably wondering like, why do you guys keep talking about podcast and YouTube, you know? Um, but we'll, we'll get into that because I think that you need a podcast in order to grow a YouTube channel.
0: Right. Yep. Agree. Yeah. If you're not, especially if you're not a media company or have your own media team, it becomes really, uh, right. a really relevant, tangible, like content play. Um, I will yep. say going back to uh, just kind of like what you were talking about with YouTube and, and the algorithm and getting your content in front of everybody. Um, you, I mean, it's it's crazy because these platforms are now pushing um, every channel that is. In the slightest bit related to your algorithm, like you're saying, so it does a really yeah. solid job of putting this in front of people that you would like you were saying Taylor Swift, like, if you go on MTV, like, there's no way you're getting your brand in front of MTV unless you're Nike, or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever top name brand. Uh, and YouTube, you know, we've said this many a times is the largest second largest search engine in the world. So Even when you type, like Google recommends the first five links if they're related to a YouTube video, they put their brand, YouTube, with a clip up first. So it's a huge opportunity. Huge opportunity.
1: Yeah. Um, And you can show up in regular Google search.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly. And that's what I was, yeah. yeah, That's what I was meaning.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you get, not only get the recommendation engine, but you also get to show up in regular search as exactly. well, which is yes. huge. You know, the other
0: the other thing is right now, if you're not producing content at scale, which is really yep. scary. It's and just because of how everybody, especially just right now and whatever the shift ends up happening after this, um, out of sight, out of mind becomes even bigger. Um, because if people aren't driving by your store, if you have a storefront, if they're not directly in your email list or whatnot, like out of sight out of mind becomes really t- like relevant and fast it happens fast so if you're not putting content out consistently in a stream so people can always at least just remember, oh hey, I saw this video, you know, maybe you don't watch it right away or you know whatever but At least you'll have something in front of you kind of notifying you that like, oh, this company is still, you know, putting out content and, you know, I should still follow and keep up with them. So I think that just becomes a bigger play as 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 more people are becoming uh, in this online environment coming on more than than ever now. And these platforms are growing. There's going to be more content funneled into them. So the chances of you getting in front, you know, you have to you have to it's almost a numbers game at that point sometimes with uh, with how you play the amount of content.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think whenever with our clients and like helping them build a YouTube strategy, um, one of the main things we have to talk about is how can we like help you upload at least one piece of YouTube content a week to start with. Right. And ideally we're starting to upload two, three, four, five, six pieces of content a week. And that can be really challenging, I think. And that's, you know, I think that's one of the big, obstacles for people trying to adapt to this shift in in content right and when we and again when i say this shift in content it's like moving from let's say like i want to call it like plain text <laughs> written, yeah, written. <laughs> over into like what we call moving from Kindle like to rich, to iPad. rich media <laughs> yeah there you go exactly right <laughs> so like i think it's like figuring out a way to um to build a strategy that allows you to like get as much possible content out of a single piece of pillar content yep. right um, so how do you make that content go the extra mile and I think as as content marketers like everyone is always thinking about that right, right so
0: right. cool all right let's switch a little bit so that's kind of like the shift that's happening right now right but let's talk about cool. like what happens after this is everything going to be okay are we going to be like in this uh, new world what if you will for lack of a better term right now but you know what What are some of the things that we're kind of thinking about after all this happens?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, I think everyone is going to go through a little bit of pain here, right? Like that's clear. I think if you're a small business, a large business, whatever, right? Like we're all going to go through a little bit of pain, but I do think that like, kind of like you alluded to in the beginning of this is that the paradigm is going to shift, right? Kind of like you talked about, like we moved from this web 1.0 to kind of like full steam ahead web 2.0 during and after the financial crisis. Right. Um, You know, one thing that we've noticed, and we have clients who are in this space is that the event and trade show industry, like if you have to go to a conference and shake hands and attend a booth and trade show, like those shows have been, I mean, that industry is getting decimated right now. Right. And like what that means is that a lot of folks, who are using in person events. And I remember, like, I was, I think I was on eMarketer and I saw some sort of statistic where like 40% of the people out there have some sort of budget for trade shows that they need to reallocate now. And all the budgets need to go online, right? right. So whether you're taking your trade show and making it like a virtual trade show or live streaming something, right? Like, that's going to definitely be, uh, that's how things are going to be different, I think. I think the new and in- Environment we're going to go to is going to require a lot more online communication. We were just talking about how Zoom is now having all these use cases for like people streaming, live streaming DJ sets and doing happy hours on Zoom and things like that. So we're already seeing that permeate like just the regular part of society, let alone business, right? So I think online becomes a huge, more, even more important marketing channel when there are physical barriers to you being able to do business with your customers right yeah um and i think the second thing is and we just we keep talking about this in this episode which is that rich media is just so much more important now right if you're not able to communicate with people in person or shake hands or whatever like you need to like people need to know who you are and hearing your tone of voice right seeing your body language um, all of those things regardless if it's a fully produced production like our last podcast and some of the other podcasts that we do Or if it's something more stripped down like we're doing right now like I just think Being able to explain a concept to you like face-to-face or ear to ear or uh, voice-to-ear <laughs> if you would, Right, right um, Would be you know that just allows you to communicate that idea a lot better and put it in a format that is easier for people to consume Yeah I love reading. I love books. I like to read, but dude, when I need to consume something that I'm trying to learn about really quickly, I just want to listen or watch it. You know, one point five speed. Um, Yeah, exactly (laughs) right. Because you have the dude. It's the typical like, oh, this is an amazing article. Let me put it in my pocket. Right. And I have like fifty different articles now that I've never read. Right. Right. And they're all like two thousand words long or whatever. I'm never going to read them. So I think those two shifts, like online becomes an even more important channel, right? And then this importance of rich media, you know, are, are, are what's going to happen after we kind of weather the storm, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think you, where YouTube kind of fits in this is, uh, and, you know, obviously YouTube creators have been kind of right at this for a long time, but the fact that you can create your own channel, you know, without having yep. to go through crazy syndication or whatever the old school TV method is, you know, that – that is so crazy and powerful that you can just go into YouTube, create yep. your own channel, start uploading content that you want to, you know, get to your audience or whatnot. And, um, you know, you kind of have full control. Obviously, there's some stipulations, but you do have, for the most part, full control of all of that. And now you have, you I don't know, think a TV channel.
1: Yeah, I don't think a lot of people will understand, like, what YouTube, I guess, what you would have had to do to do YouTube, something right. like a YouTube channel. 15 years ago, right. right? Millions of dollars, like crazy equipments, like, you know, like you said, setting up a syndication network, like all that kind of stuff you would need to happen. And now basically anybody can do it who has a webcam and, or a camera and audio recording some software. So yeah. yeah.
0: And even, you know, kind of touching on how, you know, our two productions from last season to this season have shifted with, with, with the uh, current situation. But this had, made, yep. you know, this made us think like, how can we do this a little bit out of the box? And I actually think this becomes the norm. Uh, people will, you know, be yep. okay with the less polished look, uh, at least for the, the time being, yep. right now. So I, I think, you know, if that's like a barrier that you're trying to get over, you know, get over it because, you know, that's not mm-hmm. that's not where the the meat and potatoes of the content are. It's what you're you're actually delivering is where it is. Um, it's not gonna, you know, yep. this format is not gonna stop you from from getting out there.
1: Yeah. And dude, we're both at home. Like we're obviously like yeah. at our home offices right now. My wife is downstairs taking care of my daughter. Like, <laughs> you know, so you might hear a dog in the background yep. or a baby, but I think the whole point of that is like, we can still communicate the essence of the content to the people. And honestly, I think it like doing things like this presents you in a little bit more of an authentic way. Totally. Right. Um, like not everything has to be a multi-cam production right Right, right. um like we can obviously do that but there's obviously you know your good better best sort of options right and i think this is just this still accomplishes the same goal as you would with a multi-cam like super polished production like we've done before yeah
0: and actually as this becomes the norm i actually think it's harder for the companies that don't make the shift to be socially um I guess, have social equity in that case where people, if they can't yeah, see you yeah. and they don't see you in these real situations, they may not believe that you can actually execute the things that you can execute. So I do think this becomes like a, a nice, um, leap up, you know, for, it's like a level up, like people will take you more seriously if they're able to see you in a real environment. Yeah. You know, it's no, like, and I just
1: think, I'm just i just trying to think about what if we translated this episode into a blog post? Like it yeah. just wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like you wouldn't be able to, it, it would just be different. I don't yeah. think it'd be as impactful, you know? Yep. Um, so yeah, I think you're right. I think this, this whole shift is not pointing out the weakness of like previous formats and content, but I think it's showing the opportunity that you have with this like kind of new age and media that we're heading towards. Right. So, yeah.
0: Cool, man. Well, any closing thoughts on this before we, uh, dive into episode two
1: no i'm excited i think we're going to get into a lot of the details and like kind of the meat and potatoes of like what it takes to like grow a podcast and build one and you know who's been successful at it um so yeah i mean uh hope hope everyone found this kind of like introductory episode useful and uh you know if you're out there listening to this during self-quarantine or whatever uh, you know stay safe out there and listen to the next episode
0: (laughs) the following ones for sure Cool. All right. That's going to do it for episode one here on Lights, Camera, Grow of season two. If you like what you heard, don't forget to rate, subscribe, tell a friend, share this podcast or any of the videos related to it, and we will see you guys on the next one.